Coming up on this episode of The Break Room. So now already the speculation's begun. What's Marvel gonna do? Are they gonna, it seems like the two options are recast Kang or pivot away from Kang to a different uh, big bad, right? But let's talk about those one at a time. So. Welcome back to The Break Room, everybody. We've got a lot to talk about today. I am Zach Huddleston, and I am thrilled to be joined. Oh, yes, <laughs> I was like, I, exactly. I, 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 was, I, was, I love it. I love it. I was throwing my voice. Uh, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to be joined by Jay Washington and John Costa. Uh, wow. Can't wait to get into the the news about that new Adam Sandler astronaut movie. That actually, that, that teaser looked kind of good. I'd, wait, I'd, I'd what? You see it was called Spaceman? It's like no. a serious Adam Sandler sci-fi movie? No. He's playing David Bowie and he goes to space. No, he's not. That's Starman. Uh, but it's got a good cast, even though it's a Net it's a Netflix movie. But coming up today, we Don't will not be talking about, about Ted. We will not be talking about Ted Sarandos or the Spaceman movie. But we are gonna cover, of course, the big Marvel news, uh, Jonathan Majors being dropped from Future Marvel plans. Hey, you might want to say a better word. Jonathan Majors was fired. Okay, fired is more accurate. He was yes. fired. He wasn't dropped. He was um, fired. Yeah, officially, uh, the announcement came down. So we're going to talk about that and the implications for the next two Avengers movies and what this could mean for the future of Marvel. Also, we've actually got some fun DC news. I like this news. The week of the Aquaman release... And we've got other DC stuff. Oh my to God, about. that does come. You know what? That's oh, how nice. that's how little I've heard about really promotion besides the regular little TV spots. Will it do worse than the Marvels? Yes. Yes. You think so? Christmas movie. People are a little bit more available to go to the theater. Don't you think people are probably going to go people, see Wonka? It's like instead, family tradition. People go see maybe a big no. movie with their family. You think there's Wonka and Wonka. the Color Purple? Yeah. Oh, there's, that that's right. That comes there, out this week. There's yeah. Wonka, the Color Purple, and Beyonce's film. All musicals. Yes. Oh, and they're going to Aquaman. <laughs> I but wish it's I gonna be the octopus just on the drums. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it's I a little mermaid crossover. Oh film. dear yes. God! Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about all that stuff. Uh, let's let's jump into the headlines. We'll, we'll talk DCEU first. So Aquaman two comes out this week. We were just saying that uh, after being pushed an entire year. Jason Momoa kind of already kicking dirt on it out there in the press, saying that, like, yeah, he's probably done with the character. Uh, you know, he, he kind of had this vague statement. I don't necessarily want it to be the end. I don't really think it's, like, a choice. The truth of it is, I mean, if the audience loves it, then there's a possibility. But right now, I'm like, it's not looking too good. Now, is when he says it's not looking too good, is he talking about the movie, the movie that he watched? I think, yeah. I think that's specifically referencing the future yeah, of him no, playing Aquaman. Here's the problem. The first movie was actually pretty good. Let's yeah, just be honest. It was, yeah. it was a fun movie, right? But now, amidst everything, and then when we see the trailers and we saw everything, we're like, this looks like it's going to be awful. And Jason Momoa, you can already tell, he knows he's going into James Gunn's DCU. He knows he's about to put on a whole nother leather vest and everything, potentially. Well, potentially. Yeah, he'd love to. He'd yeah. love to. Let's say potentially. He's not guaranteed to go. He potentially would love to. But now he's just like, yeah, I'm done with this. Like, you can't, you're not selling, you're supposed to be on this red carpet and be like, hey, this movie's great and amazing. Yeah. I hope this movie will make the fans want more of Arthur Curry. Even if you don't believe it, say it. And you know, I, if I'm James Gunn, I like Jason Momoa, I like Gal Gadot, everyone else who sort of has been principal leads in those movies is a little iffy, but I'm probably going to just salt the earth. 
They're not coming back. I, you can't do that, like, reminding people. And yep. I think that this will come into play when we talked a little bit about Jonathan Majors. But, like, reminding people of the drama outside of the films or the bad films that came with those people in their roles. Like, yeah. I, I and, think you just and, want to avoid that. You know, it's been, a, it's been a tough stretch for both of the major comic book franchise films this year. I don't think people will be looking back 2023 fondly. For, I mean, ups and downs, obviously, mm. but like it was a challenging year, I think, across the board for off camera and on camera products, uh, right? right? I mean, DC, obviously, Ezra Miller and Amber Heard, both people who have faced some challenges. Yeah. I don't know what language to use properly there. Both were Keep in it. some legal, legal yes, issues. Legal issues. Legal they issues. They saw courtrooms this year. They saw courtrooms. That's yeah. right. We've, we've had that in both the cinematic universes. I also think, like, I don't know if that's talk, did, but talk about the what? Uh, did Ezra, Ezra see a I should have known. No, no, Ezra there didn't. Had, there, there were police involved, though. There, the, get him in a the law was involved. Uh, yeah. The uh, law. Uh, but, you know, even, even on the DC side, unfortunately, things aren't looking so great for Aquaman. Think about, like, the press heading into The Flash was even though James Gunn's already been hired and they've scrapped this entire cinematic universe, even though the star has these things going on in their personal life. Mm. But, like, this movie's fun. You should yeah. go see this movie. Yeah. People still didn't go see this movie, right? Also debatable whether or not that movie was fun. Well, that, that's, a, that's a true thing, look. But, but even Aquaman has some of the same challenges as The Flash, but it doesn't even have no. the positive no. buzz. It, it's, it's, I think the one movie that we're not even talking about that suffered because of all of this is Blue Beetle. Yeah. And I can say that because Blue Beetle is in this little void of, does it, does it end here? Does it continue Ooh, on? What yeah. does it do? You get Aquaman now, it's like, we know this is it. There's, there's, that's plain and simple. Yeah. This is it, and it's hard to get behind any of the those these last two primary. When you talk about the Flash and Aquaman two, it's hard to get behind them with enthusiasm. Yeah, people were sitting there trying to. I saw some of the fan bases on, online trying to galvanize themselves up with the Flash, like, oh, this is gonna bring back such and such as verse. No, it's not. It's done. So you already have, and we're seeing now. There used to be this thing of. Internet and social media chatter didn't affect the box office as much as you thought it would. It did when it came to the yeah. flesh. It did. Absolutely. Well, and, and and I think like what we've seen with like the box office this year is like people need a great reason to go to the theater. Mm -hmm. People, I don't think it's in anybody's habit anymore of just like it's Friday night, I go to the movies. Yeah, Whatever's it's out, expensive. right? Whatever's out, I'll see it. And that's what that was me. 15 years ago, right? It's like, I just went to the movies every weekend. If there was no good movies out, I'd see a bad movie. Yeah. People don't do that anymore. They need, it needs to be a destination. Now, that doesn't have to be the greatest movie ever. Uh, Godzilla minus one it's, can be a reason, right? Yeah. The Beyonce movie can be a reason. Like, there's lots of reasons people can have to make the time out of their schedule to go to the theater. But, like, a mediocre superhero movie is not it. For most people anymore. No, and you know what? I, this is this is really taking us in a different direction. But I do hope that theaters can learn from this year because you have things like uh, the Beyonce Renaissance tour film and Taylor the Eras tour yeah. film, and you watch clips of those uh, movies. People like take their phone out during the movie or whatever, and like people are singing along, they're dancing, are dancing, yeah, all this kind of stuff. I would love a world in which. Some of my favorite movie moments, I'm sure people can, um, you know, uh, attest. attest to this, is like B 
being in the theater for Avengers Endgame, yes. being in the theater for No Way Home. Hearing that pop, and, hearing and the people go nuts. Andrew Garfield yes. takes off his mask and everyone screams and shouts. And even when we knew it like, was coming, or yeah. even if you had a good idea, it's still, yeah. Part of me, part of me wishes that there were like a, maybe like some special screenings that are like, this is the fucking fun one. You know, <laughs> bring bring in your yeah. flask, bring in you your know, friends. Maybe that, like, it's okay, we'll put some subtitles down. Maybe new rock stars needs to, needs to pilot do, that. Do some rowdy screenings yeah. well, of these movies. It would be so much more fun if I went to Aquaman and my buddies and I had a couple of drinks and we were like able to what have a good time at the theater like the, sitting there like arms folded. What if it's like, like the squirt gun this. screening of sure. Aquaman, right? Bring your seafood, bring your super soakers, no. let's get Everybody back. smelling like shrimp. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think one of the things that that's true, but I also, this is something I think some, that needs to be said. To a lot of the film fans, the cinephiles on, on social media and the internet, everyone isn't a cinephile. Everyone isn't about, oh, it's about cinema. Look, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but everybody isn't about that. Some people just want to go to the movies. They want a good time. Just want a good I, time. But even like, look at the movie last year's Triangle of Sadness. Like, that's also a movie in which like, I wouldn't, uh, it's an art movie, it's a foreign film, cinema, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's still got like people puking on a boat and stuff. Like, I still want to have a good time. I don't know that that's how everybody defines good time, John. I know most people are like, no, I'm I just, just trying wanna... to find a good example. Yeah, yeah, I think everywhere all at once maybe broke into mainstream, well, but like, that's another and it, one and where. It does I... it, and like, good time, it can contain multitudes in that like, I don't know that like Oppenheimer is the feel good hit of the summer, but it is, it's immersive. It's, there's a lot to see. There's mm -hmm. some of your favorite actors, yada, yada. Similarly, Barbie, like going back to like, you're saying like the fun screening, like when I went to see Barbie, half the theater was women and Absolutely. all pink. And like, mm -hmm. you know, people are like going with their friends and it's an event. And I think like, you're right that we, we used to have that for Marvel. And, and for the big in general comic book movies. And I think some people are still finding that and like, it's 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 still in pockets, but like it's we got to find a way to recapture that in general. Yeah, right? I don't think we. I think the next time we'll recapture that in full, and this is just Avengers uh, King Dynasty. <laughs> no, get out of here. Well, you know what, guys, it's been fun. I'll, I'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> you know what? I've been a blast. Uh, I think not even King Dynasty. I think it's gonna be X Men. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. X Men. I don't even think fan. I know some people saying, "What about Fantastic?" I know you're out here yelling at your screen. What about the Fantastic Four? What about the Fantastic Four? I think it'll be excitement, but I don't think it'll be as much of an event as the X Men will be. What do you and and uh, the precursor to an X Men thing, right? Is Deadpool three? Yeah, and it's like, does that movie? It, rumors of a lot of cameos, all that kind yeah. of stuff. I don't think you can get a cameo. As big as Tobey Maguire or Anthony well, Maguire don't don't movie, don't say that right? out loud. Like, and then they what is the what is the oh. person who steps well, through the portal and you're like, holy no, the, shit! Oh, the cameo that's in Deadpool three. Oh, Jay knows something that we don't know. The cameo that's in Deadpool three. I'll tell oh. y'all, the Dazzler cameo that's in Deadpool oh, okay. three. Well, oh. Taylor Swift is in Deadpool three. So heard it here first. Well, that's that the, like fifth. Yeah, It'd be a fifth. pop right there. Yeah, I, I think there's potential. It'll get it back, and and I think we're, we've got to get back. We're supposed to be mm. talking about DC, uh, but I think like you know all the studios had a big break this year when they were uh, fighting with all of their labor, right? And I think and as they're like some of their properties are struggling and they haven't been putting out and creating their content, I think at least some of them, Feige and his team, James Gunn and his team, are using this as a time to like re-strategize, reassess how they do everything, how they make their movies and TV shows, how they market their movies and TV shows, right? Like 
all of that, like the stuff, however they were doing it in 2018 doesn't work anymore in 2023, right? The world has changed, mm. things have evolved, we as consumers have changed. And I think, I hope that both of them are gonna change too and try to adapt to like where we are right now. I think yeah. Marvel changed, and I know we're talking DC, I think Marvel changed more with their TV style because remember, there was this, we're having actual showrunners now. Yeah. We're having actual writers who know how to make a TV show. James Gunn, on the other hand, for the shows that we know we got coming, are primarily him directing it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's right. So he's controlling the, he literally controls the narrative going into most of this stuff because he knows what it is. It's not like we, Kevin Feige is behind a desk. Kevin Feige is making phone calls, sending emails, doing things like that, giving final to say so, yes or no. James Gunn is doing that, but also behind the camera. He's also yeah. right and, there. And even writing it. And even too, writing right? it. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's the slight difference. Yeah. With the two. Now, granted, yes, since Iger came back in Disney, they were like, yo, we're going to reel us back in. We're not going to do everything. But Gunn has already listed out what his gods and monsters is. And it's like three shows, two or three uh, animated, and then a couple movies. And but all of, and I keep telling everybody, everything is predicated, though, as we all have said consistently, on one movie. Superman Legacy has to pop because because if, if Superman Legacy does not pop, nothing matters that he does. Yeah, because you can make an argument. I don't know if you could make an argument very strongly, but you could make the argument that the best Marvel film that they've ever made is Iron Man. In, in its importance and its yeah. ground laying, it, it's and a tone. fucking great movie. It's, John, I think, like you, sit we don't here have to cuss, like, John. There's children watching all around Canada. It's a very good movie. You sit here and you say like, "Well, well I prefer Endgame. I prefer this. I prefer that." And I, I agree. Like, I, you know, sometimes, but like, No Way Home had seven or eight movies before it that led up to that film. Endgame, Infinity War had twenty plus movies. That Iron Man movie is just as good start. as those films, and mm-hmm. it had nothing. Strong. Yeah. Uh, well, and speaking of, Jay touched on series and some of the James Gunn plan. So we got some interesting news this week. So Matt Reeves, director of The Batman and any potential The Batman sequels, also a creator or producer of the Penguin. Colin Farrell Penguin series coming out in 2024. We'll hold you to it, Max, you sons of bitches. Uh, but this interesting news came out that Matt Reeves is also overseeing an Arkham Asylum series. Right that will not be part of that universe, but will rather be part of the DCU, James Gunn's universe. Which is wild to think. It's good, it's good. So like, that means that Robert Pattinson (laughs) and Colin Farrell as the Penguin and Batman will not appear Mm -hmm. in that series, but characters that appear in that series could appear in any of the other James Gunn helmed DC properties. This is complicated. And why does Matt Reeves need to be doing yeah, both? Yeah, that's the thing. He's really fucking good. Well, of course. But that's Reeves, shouldn't be, the, but Reeves shouldn't be the dude. He's great. There's no denying Reeves' talent. There's no denying that. But you've already established that the Batman, Batman 2, and Joker, Fuala Ledoux, are not a part of your thing. Right. At all, right? So all those characters are Elseworlds. But now you got this guy who we were used this director who we're used to him for this one property. Now you're like, you're gonna do the video game. And then James Gunn has already said that everything is connecting now. Yeah, which well, is gonna be, be fascinating. Cause do we think this Arkham Asylum show, so will it have a Batman? It just won't have Robert Pattinson Batman? If it does, it'll be the Somebody else? Uh, Bold and the Brave Batman, right? Okay, and it won't have uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. No. It won't have Colin Farrell as Penguin. It no. won't have, um, 
Homeboy as as Joker or Riddler. Yep. No, Paul Dano no, no. or Barry, Barry Keoghan. Um, Which is too bad because those are you know that's a, that was a really well cast movie. And those are great I, actors. I do and, think yeah. that like when James Gunn was making this announcement, everyone was sort of like, we really want the Batman to be where this franchise goes in the future. It was such a great movie. It's such a great tone. It feels right. Like let's just let's just use that as the base. That's our secret Superman le legacy, and make movies based on that. I really think James Gunn, Peter Safran, the top brass at Warner Brothers probably has their vision for DC, probably looking at the performance of these movies that don't aren't connected to a cinematic universe and are maybe saying like those are the last films that we're going to do. Yeah, maybe we'll pepper in an Elseworlds here and there. Don't you I, think I, I'm not expecting a Batman 3. I'm not expecting a Joker oh, 3. No. Don't you think James Gunn <laughs> wishes the Batman hadn't done that well financially Probably. so he could justify cutting it and then starting yeah. from fresh, right? Um, but anyways, it's just very complicated because they're keeping this creative because it would also be easy for James Gunn to be like, yeah, there's going to be an Arkham show, but I'm doing it. It's not Matt Reeves, right? There's all, I know there's, you know, I always like to address the audience because I know a bunch of people are going, there's some people in the audience going, why do we have to have these connected universes? Now sure. I'm going to take you back to what's called business because connected universes have made money. Yeah. I don't care what people say, well, this world project wasn't good, that property wasn't good. Doesn't matter what you say about what was good or bad, it was what was the revenue for it. Yeah. So now it's showing that consumers want these universes. Now you're like, well, maybe this box office was low this year. I keep telling everybody, stop acting like Marvel's in dire straits because of 2023. Yeah. The Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole started in 2010, I think. But we can go back to 2008 when Iron Man dropped. 15 years of movies and you yeah. have one year, you're okay. The most successful franchise of all time. Of all time. Well, but you're gonna keep getting these universes and so you're going to keep getting these properties connected to it. And that's just it, because it's just like we're, well, so we're saying that we want to see it. Especially because, and what this is Marvel and DC, right? Like, yeah, we've all heard of Batman, Hulk, you, you Spider-Man, the, the top characters. But as soon as you get a layer down, comic book fans know those characters. The general public does mm -hmm. not know your Hawkmans, your Ant-Mans. Guardians right? like, of the Galaxy. Right. And so you need to get, but you still need those people to buy tickets or mm -hmm. subscriptions or whatever you're trying to sell them. To get them in, you need the branding of, this is connected to those other characters that you know and love, right? That's why Dwayne The Rock Johnson was trying to squeeze a Superman into his Black Adam movie. Didn't yeah. help that much. But, no. Um, well, but it's interesting too, because if you go pre-Iron Man, no one uh, studio had something good with superheroes, uh, right? Like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. The is first maybe, two are good. First maybe two the closest good. you get to that. Uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy, of course. Like those. X two really is good. X two is a good yeah, one. But if I look at, but but if my point is, if you look at the films in their totalities, all of those Fox X-Men movies, including some of the Fantastic Four movies, like what Fox was doing with superhero films not super successful. They made a bunch of movies, but like a lot of them are hit or miss. A lot of them are financial failures. No one went to go see Dark Phoenix or New Mutants well, because they were like, hey man, I'm really invested in this X-Men Those are both post-MCU. Right, but like my, my point is, the MCU has created an expectation and even though Quantumania is really bad and people don't like that movie. You Your can, words. Yeah, no, their words, I would say, actually. Um, <laughs> people thought Quantumania was bad. People didn't like that movie. It didn't have that big of an impact, I believe, on the box office of Guardians 3, oh. right? And so, like, your franchise is as good as your franchise and not as good as, like, And that's maybe a post-COVID thing, too, of, like, I mean, 
the first Captain Marvel made a billion dollars, mm. right? Like, first Captain yeah. Marvel made more money than any Guardians movie, than any Iron Man movie, right? Like, and that was largely just the momentum that the entire franchise had at that time, right? Um, and that that is just different now in a post-COVID, post-Endgame world, right? Like, and people talk about like, oh, well, you always talk about the billion dollars that Captain Marvel made, but you never talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. And it's like, well, Ant-Man and the Wasp also made a good amount of money, especially when yeah. it comes made to Made like 500 million or something. Like 500 million, million. Movie. yeah. That's, and that's the thing I always say, Ant-Man movies, for for what it is, for people, for what John just said about people not liking Quantumania, I need people to understand this. We have had three Ant-Man movies. There is never a world where anyone ever thought we would have three Ant-Man movies. Yeah, that's all. I mean, we have a whole series coming out in a week that's like, you loved that other stuff. What if it was different? Like, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, to mess with canon, you have to have a beloved canon. Yeah, I was watching What If uh, Birds of Prey ended differently. You know what I mean? Like, touche. Still a good print it. That movie's underrated, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The egg sandwich scene alone is yeah. worth the price of admission. Um, uh, okay, so yeah, we'll we'll move on. It's gonna be really interesting. I think James Gunn is a master of trickling out strange news bites mm-hmm. and the casting and stuff <laughs> yes. like that. He's playing a very different game than Marvel is, as far as like how he's constantly managing to keep with all of his projects still years away. He's kind of keeping the. He's giving us just a little yeah, enough to nibble he, on. I don't know how he does it. I've been I've been doing like a quarter of Eric's normal job for the last two weeks, and I am exhausted. I don't That's know right. how. Anyone, and James Gunn ain't got kids. What's he, what's he doing? <laughs> like how do you like how do you manage to write all these episodes? He. I was going to say something, and I had to catch myself because it's going to make people mad. But I'm going to say it because you know what? I am that dude. He is like a white Tyler Perry. He is writing all his TV shows <laughs> and his it? movies. He's got his own universe. He's got his yeah. own universe. You know, because the Tyler Perry universe just got a lot of dry wigs. But this one, <laughs> that one's a lot of hell. But James Gunn is doing all that. And you, you think about it, he has to try to have a regular life. He has a wife. You know, it's like. But she's in, she's on set, you know? I know. Yeah, yeah you don't. His brother's on set. His wife's on set. Zachary Levi's mad at all y'all. You know, it is what it is. Um, so, real quick, we're, we're going to move on to the big Marvel news uh, and potential future. We want to shout out our friends at NerdRiot.shop. I'm wearing the uh, Loki uh, God of Story shirt. John's wearing our new Sakaar Cart uh, hoodie uh, based on uh, the trailer for What If Season 2 coming out. We kind of did a silly, like, wacky races uh, yeah. play on on that. Uh, we think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, check out all the great merch options at nerdriot.shop. Great way to, yeah, including all the mugs we're rocking right now. Whoa. Um, great way to support us here at the break room and at new, new rock stars in general. And Thank if you, you like that God of Story shirt, but you already have it, there's another one for all time always that uh, we just put out that is equally cool and equally low. That's right. You can't wear this shirt every day. That's right. You got to rotate it with something else. Yeah, because I wore that shirt yesterday. The Marvel News. Uh, Yesterday, we got a verdict in the Jonathan Majors case. He was, uh, you can Google that to get all the details. Uh, This is not a legal show. Uh, But the second the verdict came out, basically. Yeah, almost. There were, you know what? There's a couple of YouTubers who rushed a video out. And they were wrong? And they just didn't have that news in it, that he had been dropped by Marvel. Oh, oh, they came out with the verdict video, but not the fired by Marvel. And so we waited, and today we have even more news. Yeah, so the second the verdict comes out, Marvel clearly was waiting with their finger on the send button, right? Uh, And then they hit it. 
Um, and they said that he'd been dropped from. Hey, what would have happened? What would have happened if somebody would accidentally hit sin on a press release and <laughs> he was found really. not guilty? And, really and, and, and you know, we we suspected this was in the cards, or a lot of people have suspected because you know there was already reports that the title of Avengers Four was, or sorry, Five mm -hmm. was changed from Kang Dynasty to. More in, of a TBD. Internally, they're just referring it to, uh, to it as a... And that's probably a change you don't make unless you're planning on adjusting some stuff, right? The the writer of that, Jeff Loveness, was let go, and mm. they brought on Michael Waldron. They switched that's up right. to Rick and Morty writers for that, and he's supposedly working and, on it and now. And the director, both. they also had... Um, Daniel Destin Credden. That's right. He's, directing he's, that he's going back to working on Shang-Chi 2. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So it seems like when you were saying, uh, one of you were saying earlier, like the pandemic, not the pandemic, the strikes gave them an opportunity to kind of like, you know, check inventory and see mm -hmm. what they liked and what they didn't like. I bet these changes happened back then. Yes. And probably and they were just waiting for they, the right they time waited to make till it, There's a couple reasons. And again, this is not a celebrity gossip show or a legal show, but it feels like they probably made this decision a while ago. They wanted to wait until it would be the second biggest Jonathan Major news sure. to drop in a day. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And also then they could justify, well, like he's been convicted of something. Uh, you know, but clearly they've made a, some of these choices already. We had such a nightmare of a time with the recast T'Challa cohort, just like being very toxic and problematic online. Some people, I'm sure other people were not, right? Don't um, tag it, please don't tag my bro in this because I know who y'all gonna look at, because I know, because my bro started it and people gonna tag and be like, yo, Jay. Not his fault. Okay, I just wanna say that. And, and, and you know, we were kind of talking about like, that, what I was that getting, is probably sorry. fresh in the brain of what all I was Marvel getting at was I'm sure it was way worse for Marvel mm -hmm. and they were like, yeah, we don't wanna go through this again. So we, we need to wait until the 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 verdict has come out to make a press release or else the months leading up to it would have been just terrible. An, another thing that has changed since maybe your 2017s, 2018s, right? Is like, I think the general fan response to recasting. You know, we were talking about the the, the famous Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle Rhodey recasting, mm. but it's like kind of just like an insight. It's kind of a silly joke, but like didn't feel like it was a huge deal at the time. And granted, that's like the third lead of that movie, whatever. But like something, that exact same thing, if it were to happen today, I think huge. it would be a very different situation. I right? Edward Norton, can you think of someone who got a solo movie? If they were like, See me, Leo, you were hard to work with for recasting you. And, and no way. And that's a problem, too, because, like, now, look, social media has given us all a voice. Yeah. But that's a problem. It's given us all a voice. And because those voices become way too loud, yeah, especially you, John. Mm -hmm. Especially, <laughs> Lord Jesus. But because some of those voices yeah. have become too loud, now you, you sometimes try to use that voice to sway a, a studio's decision. And it always is not for the best. Let's just be real. Look, Edward Norton, they said it was hard to work when he was trying to make changes to Bruce Banner and stuff that the, the company was like, no, we're not doing. And they were like, all right, you feel like this? We're going to move on. No matter how much yeah. you might have loved his banner in Incredible Hulk. But if the studio's like, yo, if, like you said, Zach, if this was then, it'd be, oh, don't recast him, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. yo, chill out. And, and not only that, but like as a studio that wants to take care of their actors, presumably, mm -hmm. can you imagine like the online vitriol that somebody like Don Cheadle might face. He's like kind of one of the most beloved actors in the MCU now, but yeah. like if that recasting happened in 2023, yep. people would be coming for him 
probably personally, so hard. Personally, right? like it's his fault. Same I, for anybody that is the, the, the second the, actor, right? With the recast T'Challa oh. thing. I said that. I was like, I'm sorry, real quick. When they said we're doing the whole recast T'Challa, I was like, here's the problem. No act, you can say any actor wants to take up that mantle, that's fine. But no actor wants to have their DMs actively spam. Yep. Because that's what, that no, matter, no matter what, there was never a the win-win in this. It was always a lose-lose. And I think all three of these recasts have had wildly different reasons for their recasting. Mm -hmm. One was an actor that the studio wanted to move on from. One was a beloved actor that tragically passed away. And another was an actor that committed crimes. You know, this, but it's the same result. No one wants to step into that role yeah. for comparison's sake, for well, hate's sake, I, I think for any let's, of that stuff. Let's, let's talk. So now, already the speculation's begun. What's Marvel going to do? Are they going to... It seems like the two options are recast Kang or pivot away from Kang to a different uh, big bad, right? Uh, let's just... We don't know what's going to happen, of course, and what's more likely, but let's talk about those one at a time. So... If yep. they make the recast, and we've kind of already yep. hinted at the giant challenges, the PR challenges, the actor challenges, there's a lot of people throwing a lot of names around. Yep. It feels like if they were going to do that, and they got a huge name. <laughs> Jonathan Majors, who is a household name for us now, was not when he was cast as Kang mm -hmm. for most people, right? right? This was probably for his biggest people. role. Yep. Like, if they got a Denzel a somebody of that caliber, somebody who's such a huge name, right, that like... He wouldn't be getting a lot of vitriol because he's an icon in some way. Well, right? here's the difference with Kang. But this, you know, no matter what, let me make sure I clarify this too. Kang is the only one that has the difference because, and I was telling you this before we went on air, it's been established that all the variants do not have to look like that person. Mm -hmm. yeah. I know in Quantum Mania we saw the Council of Kangs. I know we saw all those Jonathan Majors from the ones we saw. But Loki showed you. They do not all have to look the same because Sylvie is a Loki variant. Yeah. So because of that, you can put some of anybody in this role and you have already established the canon of it. That's the beautiful, that's the beautiful out Marvel has with this should they choose to take it. And I think that you go a step further, you know, Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame proved that you can have one of the most... I mean, Star Wars kind of proved this too. One of the most like badass villains in cinema, and you do not have to show their face. It can be all CGI. You can yeah. do the blue mask, purple suit Kang. Sure. And, you know, maybe not make it look quite as much as Jonathan Majors as it did in Ant Man yeah. and the Wasp. Quantum Just Mania. gotta shrink the nose like, down a whole you know, lot. Just push the nose. I think you go two directions, right? What you were sort of saying is like, it could be anyone. You could cast multiple actors to be Kang. To be and Kang. maybe that makes it a little easier. It makes it easier. That makes it way I will say it's worse storytelling. Right, it's oh, worse storytelling yeah. to be like that's the same character as that person. Because at the different. end of the day, you want you want your people mano a mano. You want it to come down to like this person versus this person or whatever, right? Like, um, I agree. And if it's like, well, there's an infinite number of us, it's a little amorphous. It's a little Agent Smith from uh, Matrix, where it's like, oh, right. uh, um, I agree. Though, yeah, it is interesting, and, and maybe there is a way they could craft a great story around that, right? Like, sure. so. If, if we're assuming this, and we were talking a little bit before, like th they can keep Kang, they can kind of keep the bones of their plan in place. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's some CGI elements. Maybe there's some like, oh, we're going with the, the lizard Kang and you know, somebody else, whatever. <laughs> I think like what they can't do, and I assume a thing they won't do is cast like 
Ronathan Jagers or something like that. You know what I mean? Some unknown Ronathan actor. Ronathan well, Who's going to well, do You know what? The fan <laughs> casting that I was the most excited about, the fan recasting that I was most excited about is Coleman Domingo, oh, he's who great. is in Euphoria and yeah. is great. Rustin. Rustin is, is, is fantastic. Yeah. He's, he's so I, good. I, I want more. I want more from him. Oh, but, from Snowfall. But again, these are both kind of like, I'm not going to call them unknowns. We both, we all know them, but but like unknowns to a large general, audience. broader audience. They're, they're maybe not what you would define as movie stars right yeah and that's the weirdest thing too when we talk about the stars from marvel it's not it's it's almost like not until you get into a marvel franchise if you aren't already an a-lister then you become one overnight because the movie is doing commercials yeah because he's only been in two movies right show and so i i get it i do understand it i think just you know everybody's like well pivot to doom pivot to doom pivot to doom i'm like here's the problem that was happening anyway I think that it would be foolish of them to pivot to Doom but simply because. Well, but I don't think you pivot the, now. Tell the no, no, I don't story. think you. Pivot, I don't think you pivot right now. But no. Doom was coming anyway. But like you want a Doom iconic villain, you want to be able to treat that character with, you know. Well, let let's talk. That was option B, yeah. right? That they pivot away from Kang, or they find a way to like hastily wrap up the Kang storyline and move it on. There's people throwing out all kinds of potential scenarios here. If there was a shift here, and you say like hastily, they're doing rate reshoots on the next Captain America movie right mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. right? We got Thunderbolts. They can be Shooting laying groundwork across multiple films and series still, leading up to this, again, what we are gonna have, Ooh. a two-part Avengers movie. Now, I, I'm not saying that's the plan, but mm-hmm. like if they wanted it to happen, they got the time to do it. But I think, because I hear where you're going. Because again, this guy is supposed to be somebody that's playing in every single part of every single project leading up into Kang Dynasty. The thing is, we know the reshoots for Captain America are for one particular character. So now, if you're trying to shoehorn that in there, that might be a little bit difficult. Thunderbolts, we know Thunderbolts, his whole thing is Sentry. So now you're trying to shoehorn Kang somewhere in there. I, I get what you're saying. But I think like there's other properties where this can play itself out. We didn't know if he was gonna show back up again until Kang Dynasty. Right. We don't. We didn't. We didn't hear yes, anything. It seems else. like probably not. Maybe Fantastic Four post credit scene. Yeah, maybe something like something that. Like but all we do is Victor Timely's gone. Now the 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 person who is he who remains is gone. Kang is de- technically speaking, he is gone. When you think about it, Victor Timely's gone. He who remains is gone. Kang died. And Ant-Man and Quantumania. The, the ants killed him. Ants took the man out. Technically speaking, he is gone. There's the Council of Kangs, I know, but there's always going to be the infinites of the multiverse. This, that. There's options. Well, and the only, the only reason he's not gone is because now the Avengers know about him, right? He, Kang has existed, right, throughout time. Mm. So, so he, could stop, he could go away for a while, right? The only problem is that... Uh, Ant-Man uh, Scott knows that this is a problem, right? And he thinks maybe he took care of the problem. So you're right. I think what they could do, and I, I hope they don't. I have two pitches. Pitch number one is like the Fantastic Four script changes a little bit, and the it sets up Galactus to be the big Avengers villain or something, you know, something like that. And we just like table Kang for a future Avengers or X-Men movie where we have other characters. And 2029, it's like, you bring it's him like, back, yeah. it's somebody no, else. You, it's and like, and then cool who gives a shit right, that yeah. he got recast or whatever, That's right? 2029, we would get that shit up. If the my, world exists. <laughs> my second pitch, which I think would be really fun, 
I don't know if I want it, and I don't think Marvel would ever do it. Greenlight a Loki movie and just fucking end it. What, just, end what? Just like I, I don't know. You figure do, do something where like Loki figures out how to you know not have all these and then we reset and it's back to iron man one with uh robert downey jr jr yeah you know i don't know (laughs) i don't know but like loki feels like it could be the solution only because it's still one of marvel's most beloved sort of sub sections Mm. and uh and it also is dealing with the multiverse right they've got got a bunch of if if they wanted to you know um you know, Will Smith, uh, mind wipe us. They've got a lot of, you know, Doctor Strange can do stuff like that. Loki right. can do stuff like that now. Like, we've got multiverses, we've got time travel. There's so many options if they wanted to. I guess it's just like, we're trying to speculate, what do they want to do? And I think that's the biggest thing. We can't call, we have our, we have our thoughts, which we all have done. They are gonna do what they are gonna feel is best. And I think at the end of the day, and I've always said this, you gotta let the studios do what the studios are gonna do. Because no matter what, we're, they're going to make a decision that's not for everybody. Yeah, it doesn't matter what they do. It's for them. Yes, it's, it's going to be you a financial the, play yeah. one way or the, the other. The reports were that the reason Jeff Levinus was let go from writing that Avengers movie was because he was so deep in the Kang story that it was going to be impossible to entangle that. So they bring in Waldron, who can bring a fresh perspective, whatever that means. Might still be Kang related. We're guessing not. You know who was the head writer on Loki season Loki one? Loki season one was Michael Walton. We, we, uh, we ran a poll, uh, very tight poll. Ooh. Will Kang be recast? 2% said no, but he should. Oh. I don't know what that means. Strange that that was an option. That, 2% <laughs> maybe think that they're going to move that on, but they would prefer. Okay. Okay. Uh, 47% said yes, and 51% said no. Wow. Really close. So that 51% is presumably thinking that they just pivot away. We never see no, any Kang and, and ever again. That's where I'm feeling. Mm. The fact that we got this article today that says Kang Dynasty is being referred to internally at Marvel as Avengers 5, I think says it all. Maybe maybe you argue that it's like, well, we don't have our plan yet, so we're just going to start calling it Avengers 5. But I think if that was the case, they would still call it Kang Do Dynasty. You, this is a quick tangent, but... Just retitling Marvel things makes me think of the Agatha show that's now had like four, four different, different changes. Somebody, I said somebody bring this up recently. Like, what if that was all part of the plan? Is I there like every was. two months we're gonna float a new I title and that like it just like memifies itself? Like, do you think that's possible? That that was that, really part of their plan that we're gonna for, constantly change the name of this show? I, I do, yeah. One of the producers on Twitter when it changed to Darkhold Diaries or something like that hinted that they was gonna change again. Yeah, probably. Well, they probably always have that. I mean, wouldn't it be great if that's what they did with this Avengers movie? Just every couple it, it, months, they, if it was never, like, it was never really called Kang like, Dynasty. It yeah, would give us and it's Avengers Requiem. Avengers. Uh, <laughs> well, remember, know. we weren't supposed to figure out the name of uh, Endgame at first. Remember, the yeah. Russos were like, "You've heard the yeah, name, Infinity but you know, War One and Two. Yeah, you were like, it was Infinity War One and Two, and then it was like, no, the, the second one has a different name. Like, you're not supposed to figure it out. Then all of a sudden, we found out it was Endgame. It was like, oh shit. Because we just thought it was a two-part movie. So I think may, this could be Secret Wars Part 1 and then go to oh. Secret Wars Part 2. Interesting. But that I've be, heard that can... people float a different variation of that. And I think this is just wishful thinking that we're going to get Avengers 5 and then we're going to get Avengers Secret Wars Part 1 and then we're going to get Avengers Whoa. Secret Wars Part 2. I, I, I don't know about that. I do think that Marvel hopefully has learned a little bit of a lesson with Phases 4 and 5 that like... 
You need those Avengers movies. As you got to build up to something. You really, man. you need yeah. temples for your temples, as weird as that is to say, but it's 2023 and, and it matters. And Time I think that if they, had, if they had an Avengers movie coming out next year, I think that the Marvel conversation would be very different. Hey, I think we would have had a Marvel movie come out next year if this thing called COVID would have never happened. Yeah. Sure. And and then the strikes. And then it was, strike. it was a double whammy there. I, I kind of agree, John, because like you could ar- you could counter argue that having a giant Avengers movie that everything has to be building up to puts a lot of pressure on all the the other properties, but they already feel all that pressure. Also, right? I don't know if it needs to be all building up to it. The first Avengers movie, you didn't have any like major. Hey, all of these films are leading to this team up movie. Some post credit scenes. Avengers: Age of Ultron, Civil War, same stories. Infinity War and Endgame are the two where you're like, oh yeah, they were really building to those movies. But even then, they were like, oh no, the ether really is you know one of the Infinity Stones or or whatever. So, you know, it's not. It's never been perfect. And I think if they announced, (laughs) you know, if, if they if they had an Avengers film coming out or even a Young Avengers film that was like. Yeah, it's not like necessarily a hundred percent where we're going in ten years, but like we want to give you this. Let me ask you a question: movie. Do you want everything announced to you that they're going to do? Uh, are you asking me as a fan or me as someone who works in New Rockstars? Both. Oh shit. Me as a fan, uh, no, no. I like a little bit of surprises. I like the yearly, like, oh, it's Comic Con. What are we going to get next year, two years from now? Mm. Thing. As someone who works here, I'm like, yeah, give it all to me so that we can talk about this. We can talk about this and how this might tie to this and blah blah blah. So, mm. uh, yeah, well, and we've seen that kind of bite him in the ass. Yes. Yeah, I mean, again, yeah, from a New Rockstars point of view, I would love to know everything they're going to release and the date and the time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think for a fan point of view, it's too much to think that like. Hey, Loki season two. Well, I know they've got a Fantastic Four movie coming out in four years. So how will this tie in? Exactly. That's the, and it's, that's the thing. It's too much. Let right? them like look. I know like how they reveal shit at Hall H or D twenty three. They reveal this timeline and all this. But sometimes let things just be. Yeah. Let let the surprises happen because again, like you just said, well, I know they got this coming up. I know this is gonna go. So where is this gonna? You, you take some of the fun out of it. Yeah, and that way, I mean, I'm always standing for Werewolf by Night, but like, you can also have more like small surprises. I thought we were getting those. What's that? I thought we were getting more special presentations. Yes, I know. Maybe fingers crossed. And who knows what you know if if Wonder Man or one of these projects that's kind of half done or put on hold or whatever could get squished down and like, hey, let's make this a fun hour on Disney Plus. Who knows? It's be very interesting. Uh, I bet we don't hear much for the rest of the year as people are on holiday and stuff like that. And maybe heading into January, maybe even on the other side of Echo, right? There's gonna be a long period in between Echo and Deadpool mm-hmm. of no Marvel stuff coming out. Right, three or four months. X97. X97, that's true, that we don't have dates confirmed there. So during this kind of like, and and certainly, or at least no live action Marvel stuff coming Which is good, actually. They can they can disappear. Yeah. Uh, and and here's, here's my question for you guys. Reset. Sorry, I know you're winding it down a little bit, but my question for you guys is, do you think that this is ultimately good for Marvel? Which, what do you mean? The... Them having to make this decision, you know, the multiverse saga, you would As argue, a way has, out been of... like, has been like their most rocky period. Yeah, like, they now have an opportunity to really hard pivot. Whereas <clears> before, <throat> it was like, yeah, we, you know, make tweaks here, make tweaks here, rearrange releases, all that kind of stuff. But now they can just kind of say, like, this thing happened, we have to move on from it, here's our new plan. From the ground up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it could be. I mean, changes can be opportunities, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, potentially, or they can 
be stumbling blocks. You never know, right? I just think if they do it, there's going to be so many YouTube thumbnails. Marvel scared. They're failing. No, you're right. Well, that's going to happen. That's already no It's already there. You see what I'm saying? That's what's going to happen. That's just my thing. I get what you, yeah. both of you guys are saying. Though. It's, it's interesting. Well, we, we hope that it's somehow, storytelling-wise, leads to good, good results. Oh! Fine. Breaking news. What? Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Mm, I just got an email from... Oh! I just got an email from Disney. Okay. Eyes of Wakanda. Has a date? No, but it, it is now scheduled for 2024. Whoa! Yep. What else is going on? Wow. That's the animated one, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Wow. That went from literally nobody knew about that. And all of a sudden, yeah. Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. It's coming out in 2024? Is this right? Blah, blah, blah. Blow and attach. Please find the Walt Disney Studios slate for 2024. This is not informa- new information, but helpful to have it all in one place. Oh, maybe it's not 2024. I don't know. This is super big. It's like a 2024 section and then a not yet dated section oh. with things like oh. Acolyte and Bad Batch Season 3 and X-Men, things that we know are coming out in 2024. And at the top of his email, he says, thank you so much. Looking forward to working with you in 2024. Hmm, interesting. So, yeah, I don't know. Eyes of Wakanda, Acolyte, uh, Bad Batch Season 3, Skeleton Crew, Tales of the Jedi Season 2, X-Men 97, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, all in that not-yet-dated section, but but in this 2024 email, which does not include things like Andor Season 2, which makes me think that maybe these are 2024 Yeah. Uh, Ooh, now, if we got three Marvel animated series in 2024... That would suffice. Yeah. That would suffice. That's a lot. That's I mean, lot. and that's not even including a what if that's dropping at the very end of 2023. So right. really, in 13 months, we'd potentially get four animated series. Because it would make up for all not being able to... Look, they would have your eyes. They wouldn't yes. have your box office money, but they would have your eyes within that time. Also interesting to note, this uh, email says untitled Deadpool, not Deadpool 3. Oh, so it'll like have that. a subtitle? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, it also is referring to Agatha as Agatha Darkhold Diaries. So, you know, whatever. I don't know. Uh, interesting email. Interesting email. Uh, Untitled okay. Alien Event Movie. Is that... Um, is the Fetty true. Alvarez uh, Alien? Oh, that's got to be one of this. I was thinking it's because it's it says 20th Century. And I was like, is uh, the Cloverfield stuff um, oh, 20th century? But oh. I think that's Paramount. I, I think that's right. Yeah, but um, I love that Alien and Predator stuff still is like Fox, even though like Disney is Fox and it doesn't even matter. But it's like, yeah, no, those are their franchises. Um, cool. Wow. John, breaking news. We buried it at minute 52 of the show. So only the real ones got it. Right. You know what I mean? Um, if you dropped out during the Nerd Riot plug... That's your fault. Your loss. Uh, well, very interesting. I mean, Eyes of Wakanda, like... It looked good. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, I didn't get to see the footage. But, like, the fact that it's coming out that soon, I love it. And Marvel Zombies may never Where is it? Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they, means they they've showed been working that on, years that means ago. they've been working on Eyes of Wakanda for a while. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and kudos to them. They Disney Animation keeps it pretty locked up. The fact that that didn't honestly leak out, like nobody really had that, right? No leakers. Nobody had heard that. that. Ryan Coogler was working on a, a Wakanda series. We didn't know if it was live action or animated. It sounds like some scoopers knew. Um, oh really? Yeah, but um, we didn't have a title. We didn't have a plot. We didn't have anything like that. It looks good. Mm. Mm. I'm very excited, especially for like what that series says, like, Mar- what if in X-Men 97 are their own specific little things? Right. But something like Eyes of Wakanda, where, like, you can go deeper into mm-hmm. 
the culture, the side characters of one of these big properties, like that's until different kinds of stories. Yes. yes, my assumption is um, that's going to be one of the first Marvel series animated series that is canon. Yeah. I assume friendly hip is neighborhood spider fit. Isn't what is if not, What if I guess is like canon, but maybe not to like the six one six. It's all different places. Oh. Eyes of Wakanda, since that takes place in such the distant past, like I feel like that's your great opportunity to like lay the groundwork for the history of Wakanda. If you yeah. say like this is how it happened. Yeah. I don't like the way you dismiss Wakanda. I'm just messing with you. I'm Get just messing with you. Get out of here. Uh, very exciting. Okay, well good. We were we were thinking we were gonna have a semi-barren 2024 for Marvel. Uh, so it's nice to hear that it will be a little bit more feckoned. Yeah, it just won't have uh, anything in theaters. That's, that's right. not much. Uh, okay, well, wow, wonderful. Thank you all so much for watching. Thank you, Jay and John, for being thank here you, with Zach. Me to shoot the S. Um, thank you all for watching. Have a great, if this is the last time we see you in 2023, we're gonna be putting out more content, but maybe you're busy. We'd love to have you here, but if, if the last time I get to see you, or you watch me on the channel, have a wonderful holiday, everybody. I'll see y'all probably later on this week, so I'll be back here for something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if I don't see you, Blessings. I do the show when no one else can. That's right. We so, hope we don't see him. Who knows? That's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you guys very much. Bye. Later, Gators. Thanks for listening. You can check out our Breakroom live streams at BreakroomNR on Twitch at 3 p.m. Pacific. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. You can find us at BreakroomNR on Instagram and X. Thanks for listening. Later, Gators.